here we are, episode uh, 300, Carry the one. Point Mustard, talking about, what are we talking about? A rather unusual film, which is not really quite popular, and it's one of those films that pops up on YouTube now saying, you know, what the fuck happened to this movie? Because <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it was, it's a Guy Ritchie film, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Man from Uncle. Yep. Which is a remake of a 60s show. And it was one of those films that came out and then promptly disappeared. Yeah. I watched this, you know, with pretty pretty low expectations because it's like, okay, we're, we're resurrecting a, a campy show from the 60s, you know, that was yeah. trying to capitalise on the, the Bond movies at the time. And it's like, no one was clamouring for this. So, no, okay, nobody. Let's, let's have a look. I was actually really surprised. I really enjoyed the movie. Made it to the end. I've actually watched it twice. I, I genuinely enjoyed the whole thing. I thought it was exactly what it aimed to do. It wasn't trying to be gritty drama or anything like that. It was slightly uh, tongue-in-cheek-ish with the whole overplayed Hugh Grant, Waverly, Agent Waverly character. The other characters, you know, like um, uh, Kuryakin and Solo, both kind of uh, archetypes of, of the character they're playing, you know, mm. which, you know, if, if you're going to get a big tank of a man, Army Hammer's your guy... Um, yeah, wasn't that gonna- funny? There was a scene where they were in the vault. Uh, Solo was cracking the safe. And I always pictured Henry Cavill to be a pretty big guy because he, mm. in other films, he's like the biggest guy in the film. He's the big guy. Mm-hmm. Like in Mission Impossible. And then Army Hammer was standing next to him. And he's massive. He's a big man. He dwarfed he Henry Cavill. And I thought, shit, he must be huge in real life. He is. He's right. um so obviously you know he was in social network. He played the the Winklevi. Well I've never I've never um, seen it. You've never seen the social network? No, no, I've never seen it. Oh my good lord. I've seen all the you, effects. You... How they did all the effects for the film. Dude, how, it, how that's actually a team. really good flick. I know it is. We, I just we, haven't we, got around to watching we've, it. We've just we've just derailed the podcast here <laughs> with this one with this one twenty cent piece, you've just totally derailed the train. Like I've said, I've seen all the <laughs> Groundbreaking effects that they did to scan his face 3D and put it on another face and do the tweets. Yeah, right. But I've never seen Social Network, and I started watching it. I started mm-hmm. watching it, and from memory, it's in a, it's Jesse Eisenberg with a girl in the like a cafe sort of thing, chatting about a friend yes. network or something. Or and, no, they um, oh well, talking about something we, I can't remember. He, he's being he's being socially in it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah, it's it's genuinely good. It's it's because it's good because it's actually nothing like what actually happened in a lot of ways. Like yeah, so cool. much of it yeah. is just complete fiction. And yeah, Jesse Eisenberg is just great in this. Yeah, anyway, but this is that's that's the Social Network. <laughs> that's a totally different film. We might we'll, we'll do that in the next. We're, we're tired. Um, <laughs> we are both very tired. Yeah, I found this really. I found this plotting in a way. The chase at the start is great. I found mm-hmm. it was filmed in Kent. Really? Your old hometown. <laughs> you, you're all stomping yeah. ground. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah was, that was stomping ground. <laughs> Let's move on. You know, it's really subversive for lots of things. Like, you know, we, green we, fields and racism. Ori, <laughs> 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 get over here. Um, there was, um, that was a terrible accent. Uh, that, that was horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where that was from. I like the subversiveness of it. Like the fact that the bad guy, yeah, electrocutes himself in his chair. That, that was cool. Um, hmm. the fact that, uh, Solo, you know, takes that break in the truck where, where, where he falls off the speedboat 
and he swims yes. and he's in the truck and he's just having a meal and wine. Yeah. He's watching the goings that, on. That sandwich so looks cool. delicious. Oh, and yeah. I, like, I, was, Damn, I yeah. was genuinely, I'm like, yeah. I can really go a sandwich right now. And so I made and myself a massive on, salad And that touches on something else. The production <laughs> design in this movie was top notch, you know, costuming, Absolutely. location, yep. the it's props. It's like 100%. It was a battle to get through this movie for me. Interesting. Okay. It could be because of what's going on with the job and everything, but mm-hmm. it just seemed like a battle. The whole thing with um, Ilya, was it? Uh, Ilya Koryakin, I think. And Gabby, Gabby. Um, The whole thing with him and her was just off for me. That was the one thing that I didn't like. Yeah, 100%. Ham The the bit where she's dancing. Yeah, she's drunk and is dancing around. I'm like, what's this? Oh, my Lord. Can we move on? First time I watched it, I actually skipped through that because not because it's, you know, I don't want love scenes. It's just, it, this it's is nothing. so perfunctory. It's it so was. bad. I think they oversold the the relationship between those two. Yeah. Oh, big time. I would have bought the relationship more if they hadn't have done that character building scene where she's dancing around and stuff. I actually would have bought it more because that was just such a big bump in the road for me. I, I had with the ending, with the twists in the plot, which, I mean, uh, it's eight years old if you haven't watched it yet. It's yeah. like a double cross, but it's not a double yeah. cross. So It's not a double cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's good. She was working. She was on the right side. Hmm. It's it's halfway like, through. It's, it's preposterous. When you look at the, as you say, the, the production value and the way it's like, you know, Napoleon Solo is like James Bond, James Bond, James Bond, Bond. <laughs> up to up to eleven. Yeah, um, yeah. He's he's like you know, and, and it's kind of it's a it's a little bit more than a Bond movie. It's kind of, it's more like I was actually it's thinking a, here if the Roger Moore style Bonds yeah. continued into the modern day, if they did yeah. that very slick, stylish, slightly tongue in cheek method, I think. Yes. This is where we would have ended up. The yes. transitions, I've got to, I cannot go through this podcast without mentioning the transitions and yeah. the montages. Absolutely. Mwah. Chef's kiss. I mm. love the that 60s mm. er, retro era where they would do multi cameras, multi frames mm-hmm. inside the shot. And everything you know, as they're walking was along. Planned you know, well. Like, yeah. So absolutely good. amazing. All the, so, all the action so scenes well were top notch. Yeah. As yep. you say, the, the, the opening, it's a really good hook. And it does have that uh, faintly nostalgic effect, that nostalgic quality, because you get the sense that this is Cold War era East Germany and it's a different world to now. But kind of how we imagined. used to, it's, it's how we used to imagine Spife work. Now we know yeah, the spy work yeah. is, is quite yeah. brutal and, and it's, yeah, it's deceptive and it's quite, you know, it's, it, yeah. it, it's no, there's no room for campy Roger Moore, Sean Connery-esque hijinks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, spy work is, is, you know, people die and it's, it's very harrowing mm. and there's things like waterboarding and all kinds of horrible stuff. Mm. And this kind of goes back, like there's even right at the beginning, there's a kind of a, I guess, a statement of the, the film, a statement of intent when Kuryakin is like running behind the car and he's like pulling on the car. <laughs> and he's like, he's holding the car. Shoot him. And he's like, you know, somehow uh, it just doesn't feel right. And it just, <laughs> this is not a serious movie. No. It's, no, it's, it's, it's a, this all. is not a totally serious movie. No. Um, no. And that scene and it sets does, it up perfectly because yeah. you just go along with the ride. And that's the, mm. and that's yeah. It's little things like that that are that are just great. And the car being wedged in that alleyway and have to <laughs> escape through the window. And it's good. Now take a left through the window. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. And he was so good with his delivery. It, it was good. Consummately, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he's like cool to 11, you know. He's just he's yeah. like ramped up the cool to 11, you know. Very much shaken, not stirred. He's well, like, even when I'm they infiltrate the I'm fortress. Even yeah, even, the, yeah, even yeah. that in the third act, you know, mm. they're being shot at, etc., which is cleverly sort of <laughs> fast-forwarded through. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah they've got to get through montage. all these guys. Yeah, get yeah. to the point. I like that. But even then, he's not really scared about about his life. <laughs> he's just sort of <laughs> stepping through. He may as well have a martini in his hand, you know, just <laughs> surveying the scene. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was like, There's okay, a- two too cool for school i get it but yeah there's um there's another scene when he's cracking the safe and we've got that that tight shot where the camera's like right up against the door mm-hmm. and he's like mm-hmm. they had one fatal flaw they were not robbers mm-hmm. i however am yeah. <laughs> and he opens the door but the camera's actually bolted to the door yeah yeah, yeah. so the camera yeah. provides the pan over to, to Koryak, and i'm like yeah that's yeah. actually really cool that's, that's really that is cool. a solid thing that's the kind yeah. of thing that they would do in like a 60s film or would try to do in a, yep. in like a 60s type spy movie. And it makes me think that it's all these things that they probably would have wanted to do in 60s films or try to do in, in those those older spy movies, but yeah, with modern probably. sensibilities, you know, with modern probably. technology. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. it, it just seems very, very slick. Like, you know, there's unfinished business in in those 60s spy movies and we're going to finish it. We're going we're gonna to do it here. Or did they finish it? Well... Let's talk about that, shall we? Let's talk about the sequel. Oh boy, <laughs> is there a sequel? Exactly. There was going to be. There oh, they, was. They, they oh, was. There they, they, they was planned. There were plans for a sequel. Oh. Two things got in. Two things got in the way. The two things that got in the way. Numbers didn't really hold up. So yeah. Yeah. there were there was some resistance there, but there were apparently it was still on the cards. It was like you know if okay. we might be able to get this to happen. Okay. No, the the coup de gras that really just nixed any possible <laughs> hope of a sequel ever um, is, once again, it's a controversy around Army Hammer. Mm. He went off the rails and said some some mm. dopey stuff. Right. And, he got cancelled. Uh, and then he got cancelled, but not without reason. And then what made it icky for me is he said, oh, yeah, I was abused by a pastor when I was a kid. It's like, okay, that's kind of cheap. Like, you're just saying that you behave this way now, it felt a little too convenient. It was a little bit like when Kevin Spacey was yeah. called out for abusing that guy. You know, he got this, he got that kid drunk and, oh, uh, by the way, I'm gay. Is that, that's, what, what oh, that's fine, to just, Kevin. That's fine. Love your work, I guess. <laughs> um, I don't Not know. so much So, anymore. yeah. So, yeah, once once Army Hammer, basically, his, his career got torpedoed because he just kept posting this stupid shit. <laughs> Look, it's the kind. Of, I'm always one step removed from this. It's very rare that any of this stuff offends me or bothers me personally. Yeah, but I have to yeah. look at it and go, okay. If I was a studio and my one of my stars yeah. is yeah. saying this stuff, I do have to take that into account. Yeah, even before the backlash, you know, it's just like you kind of have to think. Well, this is potentially going to be a, a time bomb. So I don't know. Mm. Yeah, unfortunate because I definitely could have. It's totally set up for a sequel. They oh, clearly yeah. had oh, a yeah. sequel in mind. Yeah. The, it's the way it ends. It's just never, ever going to happen. Not in this iteration, not in, not in this form. And it looks like <sighs> it's not, probably never going to happen anyway. Well, it was, it's not alone in that regard. We've seen plenty of films end mm. on until the next adventure, freeze frame. And it, and happens, the, it doesn't happen. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, but it is a smart film. And I've got to give Guy Ritchie props for that because I think 
I think Guy Ritchie does make smart films. Even they're packaged mm. as, you know, action adventures and thrillers and so on. But mm-hmm. I think they're actually quite smart because when you look at how things are set up and played out, there's a hell of a lot of work in, in this film. Mm. And uh, just in terms of setups and um, the script is quite clever. It's funny. There's a lot of sort of double entendres in there and uh, a bit of a sag in the middle and then um, ramps up towards the end and makes mm. up for it. And um, I thought that was that was quite well done. But, yeah, it was a bit of a slog. It was a slog for mm. me. I think it's okay. just over long. It's funny. We were talking about whether a movie is rewatchable. And like I said, I've, I've watched this twice, once because I'm, I watched it for the podcast and then because we we held off, I'm like, well, I'll watch it again just to refresh my memory. And for me, it actually has, with the exception, again, of that lame, it goes for like 10 minutes, that scene where you're trying to build the character, build the relationship between Gabby and Gary Aside from that, I actually found it quite uh, quite watchable and it'll probably become a movie that I put on every now and then when I want some easy watching sort of thing to doing other stuff. No, I can't go back to it. I just can't. <laughs> and I'm not sure why it is because it has it has some charm to it. It has a lot of humour to it. It has great set pieces. I just don't think I'm engaged enough in the characters. Mm. I think it's sort of all surface. There really isn't much to them. So I c- you can't really invest in them. You know, they're sort of, you know, they're the cool, tough guys you want to be sort of thing. But mm-hmm. they're so far removed from reality that they're cartoony. And that's suppose- fine for escapism. It's perfectly yeah. fine for the genre, but it's something I just couldn't invest mm. in in any way. I can kind I of mean, see why it you know, bombed in a way. Well, ah, that was the other thing I wanted to bring up. The reason that it bombed, and when you find out what it was up against. What was it up against? This is a shocker. I Pause for effects. Ah, trying to, I'm trying to steal myself before I say Beat this out, it out Pixels. Pixels. <laughs> The that, Adam Sandler block, crap. blockbuster. Adam Adam Sandler vehicle. Yeah. 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 Wow. That okay. that movie that was apparently aimed at gamers, and I'm like, I if I go the rest <laughs> of my life and never see that movie, I'll probably be happier for it because it just from the trailers, it looked like dog crap. Oh, it's painful. I've watched it. <laughs> yeah, it decimated the box office. It it went off, whereas this it just. Did nothing. And it makes me think, you know, if you're part of a cohort, if you're part of a group, whatever it is, if you're a musician, if you're if you're an athlete, if you're a gamer or whatever, when a film comes out that's kind of in quotes for you or about your world, you're mm. gonna go and see it just to see what it's about. Even when the trailers look just terrible. <laughs> and I I think that's what draws it. Whereas Man from Uncle, it's like if you say to people, oh, it's kind of it's a kind of a campy spiral. Oh, so it's like Austin Powers. Well, no, not like that. It's it's more like a Roger Moore Bond movie. Who's Roger Moore? You know, it, that's the kind of thing. It's kind of nowhere. Ouch. Whereas Pixels, as, ouch, as baby, ouch. As, <laughs> Roger Moore. Facts, man. He's, he's, he's all right, but when was the last time he started a movie? Sean Connery hasn't started a movie for like 15 years. He quit movies like mm. 2000 and whatever it was after he, League he of New Gentlemen. <laughs> Yeah, but he he, he had, yeah, but he he didn't do movies for a long time before that. Actually, he did. Yeah, I think that was his last film. 
that was his last moment. He he quit. No, he publicly right. said, "I'm not yep. going," because he was just yep. uh, fuck this. He, <laughs> he was so pissed <laughs> off on that film. He was, he was not a happy camper. I pretty much, it, I'm I fairly certain they came to fisticuffs on that film. Him and the director. Really? Yeah, it was that bad. I, imagine, imagine your like former Mister Universe storied movie career. Yeah, and yeah. you end up in a movie like Leak of Extraordinary Jennifer. I'm not surprised he was pissed. But yeah, when you when you see a movie that's about your people, you're just like, okay, I'm gonna go see it, even if it's kind of crap. Like the new Mario like, movie, um, it's like it actually looks pretty good. I've I, I am gonna see it, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm see gonna it. Gonna stand by this. I still think it is it is it will be fine. I think it will it's be fine. Gonna, even it's with not gonna, it's, me, it's not gonna Mario. shake anything up. It's that's not gonna know, be the voice. <laughs> Nintendo's lawyers won't allow Nintendo's lawyers aren't going to allow anything too crazy because it's no, Nintendo. That's right. And you know if they're one of the most conservative com- companies in the world. It'll be fine. You know, Wreck It Ralph. That was great. That was that was a good movie. That had lot, lots of references. I mean, the story's got more yeah. holes than half a mile of Swiss cheese. But you can see all these cool references to video games and as a gamer, yeah, you're like, oh, cool, I know that. But then a year prior to that, you had a year after you had Pixels, and I'm like, no. This really just looks like it's pan- no. trying to pan to me, and I, it won't get my money. <laughs> but that smashed the box office, and because of that, uh, Man From Uncle just Suffered. basically withered in its shadow. And- I honestly think the word of mouth would have been a bit ordinary too, because like you say, how do you sum it up? Like for the female audience, you know, they're like, it's got Henry Cavill, Sammy Hammer, you know, it's, it's a bit of glitz and glamour in it. But I, I can't imagine anyone in any demographic really sort of going, you've mm. got to see this because yeah, yeah. there's nothing. Yeah. I, I can't, I couldn't see it. And I think mm-hmm. that's, that reflected in its performance. Yeah. And it's like it, when, if a new bond movie comes out, cause they've been releasing them yeah. regularly for the last 40, 50, 60 years. It's, it's like, it's an event. This is the this is the new Bond movie. It's not. You've got to go oh, and see it. They're re-releasing or they're rebooting Bond. You know, whatever. It, we we don't see it that way. We just see, oh, this is the new Bond movie. This, this. yeah. They're not remaking Gilligan's Island. <laughs> but you know, even then, because Gilligan's Island is like it has that strange pedigree of being like a book that everyone's read. I mean, I haven't read it, but it's just like book? it might sail on. It might it might sail through the box office just on that alone. Yeah, what, what book? Did you say there's a book about Gilligan's Island? Yeah, isn't there a book on Gilligan's Island? What am I thinking of? Oh, you're probably thinking of. Um, now, remember Gilligan and Skipper? Remember the 1960 oh, show? <laughs> you're tired. Yeah. No, you know what I'm thinking of. There was definitely you know no book about of. Gilligan's Island. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking of? What were you thinking of? The bloody Swiss- Gulliver's Travels. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 I can't. Gilligan's Travels, Gilligan's Island, you know what I mean. He's a, he's a classic. He's a classic. <laughs> classic, the classic novel, oh. Gilligan's Island. Yeah, I nah, well, for tired. the record, should be plainly obvious, I haven't seen Gilligan's, uh, Gilligan's Island either. <laughs> I was brought up on that bloody show. There was a whole slew of actors for this because I was having, just having a quick look tonight and there was, um, mm. yeah, Tom Cruise, Ryan Gosling, all these actors lined up and Cruise was in there. Then Army Hammer came on and then Vikander playing Gabby came on. Then Cruise dropped out because of Mission Impossible, believe it or not. And then Henry Cavill got raped in at the last minute. I think if you're going to play a cooler than cool Bond-esque agent, Henry, you cannot compete with Henry Cavill's cleft chin. 
He was English. He's English. Yeah. So. He's English. Yeah. But you know what? English Superman. He, he, uh, that's right. he got cancelled from DC. Apparently, he shows up at the end of Black Adam with Dwayne Johnson, and at the end, there's that Black Adam flies in screen left, and then Superman flies in screen right. Next day, Cavill cancelled from DC. (laughs) It's got rid of him. Yeah, they're moving on with other Superman projects and Henry Cavill's not going to be a part of it, apparently. It's so interesting watching the whole DC thing. They're desperately throwing shit at the wall to try and get their own MCU going. Well, they've they've, they've got a 10-year plan now because James Gunn is head of the the films now. They're not Marvel. (laughs) Sorry. It's this, it's this whole thing has been done. It's like you can only do this thing once. The MCU did it. I mean, I mean, it's not good, but it's it is what it is. And it is what it is. Whenever, yeah. whenever someone tries to do something like it, it's like, oh, okay, they're trying to do an, you know an extended universe or whatever. And it's like I didn't even know there was an extended universe. I know we might have mentioned this on the podcast before, but I didn't even know there was an extended universe until uh, trailers came out for Endgame, and people were like, oh, cool, all these movies are coming together. I'm like, they are. Oh, oh, okay. They're all like <laughs> sort of thing. Mm. And then I made the mistake of committing to actually watch them all. And I think we're up to about Age of Ultron or something like that. I just can't get through them. Good thing about it, them is you don't really have not to bad. watch all of them. Well, that's just it. I could I could get away with like I could I could pretty much pick anyone at, ra- at random and get exactly the same. You would thing. work out what's uh, going on pretty quickly. Yeah. I guess I'm a not a completionist, but I f- I feel like if I miss a few. Or don't watch them in order. I feel like I'm missing out on something. Fair like, enough. Not on in, not narratively because I mean they don't really have a narrative. But more to do with being able to say that I've actually seen them all. <laughs> There's a reason why you're stuck on Age of Ultron. It's the worst Avengers film, pretty much. Is it okay? Yeah, Ultron wasn't great. There really is no excuse now not to do a Kingdom Come. If we can have a movie that's just brimming with superheroes, can we not just have a Kingdom Come? It, I think it's on the cards. Yeah. I think it's on the cards. Uh, yeah, in this ten I've, year I've in the, this ten year plan, I think Kingdom Come is gonna be part it's gonna be their Infinity War basically for DC. Right. I, I believe so. He's dropped hints. He's yeah. he's dropped hints. I've seen a tweet from him where he's like um I think I, I think I shared one with you where he had the image it was it was the page yeah, from and Kingdom he's, Come. I think that yeah, and he was he was he was reading it. Yeah. And yeah. I think they've got to get their cards lined up. See, Marvel did it so well because they introduced Iron Man as the first one. Did well. Okay, let's do a Thor. It did pretty good. Yeah, you know, surprise people. I think Marvel did it well. They mapped they it had, out. They had a plan, but they 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 yeah kind of wait. They had the plan. They established it. everything, and they went cool. Now that we've established them, and and you can see that it's the same actors all the way all the way through. Yes, this is where DC stumbles because you've got. The Flash coming out I think with in one June with Ezra Miller, who and Ezra Miller essentially has been cancelled because he's basically he's basically run off with some girl in sort of this fetish kidnap scenario. <laughs> I didn't look into it that much, but apparently he's held someone against their will. Now that enough time has passed, because <laughs> this happened last year, now that now oh, that that's enough time, time has, yeah, twelve months, no one's talking about that anymore because the Flash is coming out in June and we want the money. Will he come back for a Kingdom Come film? Probably not. <laughs> so, so what are we what are we saying here, man from Uncle? Do we? Uh, we're both a little scattered here, just for those wondering. <laughs> It's it's late. It's been a long time. I've had a flu jab, so I'm I'm kind of flying on fumes right now. Uh, but yes, and I've just done a line of coke. From Uncle. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm Oof. gonna go out on here. 
I you, you I go first. I've got to gather freak. my thoughts on this one. <laughs> I I definitely give a freak. I think uh, this deserves its time in the sun. It's I mean obviously I can't say everyone's going to love it because I'm sure people will not, not like it. But you're not going to lose it. I don't. You're not going to feel like you've lost 90 minutes from watching it. It's it's at least serviceable in that way. And you never know. You might love it. I I personally found it quite enjoyable. I like the slick production and the the transitions and the the cool little montages that they did. Especially when, uh, without spoiling, there's a there's a big action scene at the end. Uh, there's a nice, there's a really cool '60s esque montage, which is really really good. And for the most part, some good performances. I definitely give a frick about the man from Uncle, and I'm sad that they will not be successes. Even the end credits were cool, actually. Now that I think about it, yeah, the end credits to the film were good too. Do you do you give a frick? I give a frick. I do give a frick for. Hangs the in the balance by what you say in the next few seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I give a freak for the style of the film. It's so stylized and it's everything is so crisp in it. The performances are serviceable enough. They're fine. Got some charm to them. And the action sequences are top-notch. Especially as you say. Subversive. <laughs> yeah, things things don't go the way you expect, and I like that. It's not just your typical that sandwich, man. That sandwich just looks Delicious. <laughs> the sandwich was real was time effects there, notch. man. It's not a CGI sandwich. Well, it's, it's a, a sandwich, sandwich and it's bloody brilliant. But that was the alternate title for this film, actually. It was um, <laughs> Cable, it's a sandwich. It's be- <laughs> Super. <laughs> Do I give a frick? It was, it was just a slog for me. It was too long, but no. I give huh. I give half a freak for style over substance, I suppose. What what are we yeah. talking about? I don't know. This this I think the flu vaccine has finally got to me and I'm I'm delirious. This was the frick. I'm gonna go have a Bex and lie down. <laughs> <laughs>